is at an all-time high. From school shootings to bullying our children, they're being attacked literally on every front. And in this discussion, we're gonna discuss how you can protect your family, your children from the unthinkable because things are just getting terrible right now and it's just unimaginable what's happening. I don't even think a lot of the parents overstand what's really going on in these schools. So the easiest way to do this, we're gonna get started with our articles like we always do. And we're gonna discuss these articles with you from a conscious perspective so that you think about what's really happening here. So let's go to the first article. The first one says, turmoil erupts in Indiana library as the Proud Boys storm the Rainbow Storytime event. Asar, what <laughs> in the world is going on in our libraries? And this is just one incident. I've seen the Proud Boys popping up and all these different libraries across the country. In fact, here in our state, they popped up a couple of weeks ago. What's going on with this one? It's just that old school pride. Back in the day, they didn't take kindly to gays and queers and all this stuff. And they felt that they have their place to stand. And it's not in public schools. So they're trying to push back against the Biden regime. Basically, is what's going on. Mm. They're pushing back because they don't believe in it and they don't believe that it should be forced upon the children or manipulated upon them. Me, myself, I think it's a bunch of manipulation. They got TV shows with all this stuff in. Mm -hmm. Back in the 90s, early 2000s, they didn't have that really heavy back then yeah. because they didn't want that. It's almost like you got two different On one hand, they need to procreate and have children. Mm -hmm. On one hand, they want to be lesbian and gays and it's like a conflict. Here. Well, the thing is, and I don't think a lot of people realize it's this. It's a conflict. School was always an indoctrination center. That's the purpose of public school. Because for a long time in this country, we didn't have schools like that. You had maybe like a little neighborhood schoolhouse or somebody who would teach the kids. And for a long time, they only went to like maybe eighth grade. They had three subjects, reading, writing, and arithmetic. Today, they have all types of subjects that they have implemented, and it's because of agendas. So anytime there's an agenda that they want passed, they love to put it in the school system. And right now, the agenda is going with alternative lifestyles, doing things that 20, 30 years ago, we would have thought was taboo, or the church would have taught you it was incorrect. But now, all of a sudden, this is changing. So... You have one group, like you said, who are just holding on to life as it used to be, and another group who's trying to make the children go on another direction based on what the controllers want. Okay, so this is something that you need to keep an eye on, those of you who are listening. The fact that the Proud Boys and the other community are fighting each other right now, and they're fighting for the consciousness of your children. That's yeah. what's happening. The next article, Vermont School Board Prohibits Black Lives Matter Flag. Now, we know back a couple of years ago with all the Black Lives Matter and the marches and everything that was happening, of course, whatever happens in society tends to spill over into school. So normally, with history anyway, you're supposed to be teaching social events in the school system. But for some reason, they don't want this in there. 
And this school right here in Vermont again are basically saying you cannot fly the Black Lives Matter flag. If they catch you wearing the t-shirts, if you have the flags or anything, you're going to be reprimanded. How do you feel about that? What's your thoughts on that one? That's crazy because the politicians, everybody was behind the movement. Mm -hmm. So why aren't they okay with it? Right. I mean, it seems really racial to me because for years there was a Holocaust in America on black lives. Right. There has been. I mean, we just have to face the facts on that. I'm a historian and I've taught about the lynchings and they're gathering together and their Sunday finest to cook Negroes on an open fire and, and cut people's limbs off and stuff. So there has been a Holocaust in America for a very long time. And I think that that was, you know, George Soros and the rich way to kind of shed light on that. That's why they did all that stuff. So I don't know why they're against it because they have a Jewish holiday. They reference them and their Holocaust. They should do the same for black lives. Yeah, but like you just said, the way that this country was founded, it was a lot of racial division. And so again, you have the old people who want things business as usual. And then you have the newer generation, which is beginning to break free from that old programming. So that's the reason why I'm seeing this conflict. So again, that's the second crisis that these children are dealing with. Adults, it's easy for us to stand on the outside and discuss this stuff, but it's different when you're a kid and you're impressionable and you have all these different agendas being thrown at you and they're trying to teach you how to socialize and how to interact in society. Yeah. That's what education is all about. Yeah, a lot of it really is they don't want to deal with what happened back then and what was done to the Native American Negro. They don't mm -hmm. want to deal with it and they don't want to talk about it. So that's what that really is about. And to really heal and learn, you need to learn what every group has been through and learn how to appreciate it and respect it, just like they respect the Jewish Holocaust. Yeah, I do agree with that. I agree that every group should have their group represented within education. But we'll go a little bit deeper into that in a little bit. The next article we have, millions of children could soon lose access to free school meals. Their families are quietly panicking. They're saying that 10 million children will not have access to free breakfast or free lunch if Congress declines to extend a crucial school lunch program. This article came out June the 28th. This to me is detrimental because I know that a lot of families right now are suffering. They're dealing with super high gas and parents are having to travel back and forth. They're paying these high gas prices. The food prices are going up. People are getting sick. So the free lunch program is something that has been in the schools for a very long time. And I don't understand what in the blue blazes is going on where they're trying to get rid of this thing. But if you keep looking and researching, I came across some other articles, which goes into why they're getting rid of it. This next article that popped up, Biden administration to force schools to adopt radical gender policies. Here's what you need to know about what they're about to do in these schools in the upcoming school year families. Because again, I don't think a lot of parents understand what's happening here. And if they refuse to adopt these policies, which some of these things you may not even personally agree with.
another topic, but I understand that everybody should be able to do what they want to do, but it's like if somebody likes to drink alcohol and be a drunk, he shouldn't be forcing his alcohol on everybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But they, if some people want to be queer, gay, or bi, that's fine, but don't force it on everybody. Right. That's wrong. Yeah, but see, again, I reiterate, that's what the schools were always doing. From the very beginning, where federal mandates popped up, telling you, if you don't put your kids in school, we're going to lock you up. They didn't do that because so, they cared about the families and they didn't want ignorant people. They did it because they wanted to control the consciousness of the people on the planet. They don't understand by doing that, they're creating the Proud Boys. By forcing that stuff on the kids, they're creating them because they're getting in groups, they're getting riled up, and they feel like they're losing their way of life. In which, if you go back to the 90s, it is a radical different way of life than when we grew up. Yeah, it so is. So, it is different. They're trying to slip us into just lawlessness and lasciviousness. Just anything goes. I don't agree with female sports having men play female sports. They need to be for the females. Oh, that brings me that, to another that, argument. That's just wrong. <laughs> I almost hit the floor when that, I saw what is coming next with that, these children. This article says this is too far uproar as school gets rid of the toilet doors to make non-gender bathrooms. So now they're turning the bathrooms into a prison. You know how in the prison, how you just have a toilet in the middle of the floor? and you don't have any privacy. When I read this, I could not believe what I was reading. Now, granted, this article looks like it's coming out of Australia. Yes, they are. Okay, this is what's happening right now. This is a high school. Can you imagine these children with their hormones, these young men, they know that they can go and say, I feel like I'm a female, so I wanna go to the female's bathroom. You go to the female bathroom, which they probably don't really feel this way. They just want to get in the female's bathroom. And then there's no doors. There's no partitions. There's nothing. So everybody's just wide open. Not only is that unsanitary, that's just nasty. That's not something that I would want anybody to have to go through, regardless of their age, whether they're 5 or 15. You need to have privacy when you're going to the bathroom. And they're trying to change this stuff up and tell people that this is for non-gender. Now, to me, that's just crossing the line. I think that's a bit much. I think that this is beyond just propaganda and mind programming. I think that this is really, really going too far. What are your thoughts on this one, Asar? Yeah, I mean, hey, you give them an inch, they're going to take a mile. You know, that's just how it goes. And what other countries do, America will soon follow. Right. You know, I noticed that mm -hmm. things are going in Europe. Next, you know, next year they're going on here. Yes. Now, the next article, if schools don't let boys into the girls' bathroom, Biden will take their lunch money. So, now we realize the real reason why we're getting rid of these free lunches. And we're getting rid of the free lunch because Joe Biden has his agenda. Honestly, he's making a bunch of perverts. Exactly. Exactly. Crazy. Now that goes to what just happened in the Supreme Court. Where they just overturned that old case. All of a sudden, you can't have an abortion. Yeah, my thing is, if they're going to make perverts, then why prosecute R. Kelly? They need to put him on a flag and wave him around. 
Because they're going to keep doing stuff like that. And it's almost like they want everybody to be like that. Yes. Just to be a pervert and be wise. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. But you're exactly they right. They need to just put them on our banner and say, here you go. Here's what y'all need to be like in school. Because they're about to make a whole bunch of our killers. You're exactly right. If they're yeah. forcing these children to boy and girl bathrooms, and I think now you can't even call them a boy or well, girl they anymore. Can, that means they could go into the girls' locker room. Right. Exactly. Now... That brings us to the next topic at hand. It's just a whole lot going on with these schools, families, if you're listening in on this one. Of course, you know about all the violence. The violence is just getting crazy. But I got another article here that's gonna blow your mind. Schools ban girls from wearing skirts in a move towards gender neutral uniform. When I saw this one, it blew me away. This came out June 14th, 2022. And again, you have some people who are Christians and they go to certain churches where they have to wear a skirt. You remember seeing those girls in school where they wore skirts every day, 24-7, 365. It didn't matter if they were playing basketball, whatever they had on a skirt. Because they believe that a female cannot wear pants because that's man's apparel. Well, now if the schools are telling the parents and the children, you can't wear a skirt, that's infringing on your own rights. That's yeah. how I feel. I said, that's wrong. If I want to wear a skirt and I'm a female, I should be able to wear a skirt. But the crazy thing is they don't want the girls to wear the skirts, but the boys wearing the skirts, which makes absolutely no sense to me. The same thing, another article, wearing the skirts. Why? Because they want you to be gender neutral. Again, it's your choice. If you don't want to wear skirt or pants, you should have the freedom to choose. The school should not be telling the children that they cannot wear skirts. Now, I understand when they try to say if the skirt is too short. Remember back in the day, they make you put your hands on your legs and you had to make sure that the skirt was below your fingertips. And if they were too high, you probably don't remember that because you were, you were a yeah. But yeah, they would send them home if they were dressed too provocative. But telling a female that she can't wear a skirt is like telling a man that he can't watch football. That's pretty much what I see there. That was just crazy to me when I found that article. So families, you're gonna have some tough decisions coming your way as far as dress and the thoughts of your children because they're programming the kids with the television, with the cartoons, with the school curriculum to do what they want them to do. Which again, this is not new. This is something that has been done over and over and over and over again. Whenever the controllers want to lead us down a certain path, they change up the program. They change up the shows and they tell you what's right and what's wrong. Keep that in mind. We're going to move on to the violence in schools, which is just at an all time high. It is crazy how many school shootings are happening at this point. It's so bad to the point where Portland teachers are now sounding the alarm on school violence crisis. They can't deal with it anymore. You have teachers walking off the job. They're getting stressed out because kids are bringing guns to schools. They're doing all types of crazy stuff. I remember hearing a story about a teacher in Florida. A five-year-old beat her unconscious because these kids are literally cracking under the pressure and it's getting 
terrible. Where they just, they can't take it anymore. Then, on top of all the violence that's happening, you got right-wingers are vandalizing the libraries and the schools because banning books and criminalizing drag queen story hours simply isn't enough. This is what this article says. So again, there's a war about to break out between these two different groups, these two opposing forces. One that wants to keep things the way it's always been, the other that's trying to just do whatever floats your boat. You know, it doesn't matter at this point. If you think that you're a unicorn and darn it, you're a unicorn. If you think you're a puppy, then the kids are being taught you're a puppy. And that's just what it is. Well, that's like they let them have furry time, have a litter box. Yes. You have yeah. schools that have litter boxes, guys, because some children think that they're furries, meaning that they think that they're an animal. And instead of teaching the five-year-olds or three-year-olds or the two-year-olds to go to the potty like a human, they're letting them go in a litter box because they don't want to infringe on their personal rights. Now look, I'm all for personal rights, but at some point we have to draw the line here. The adults are supposed to be teaching the future generation how to behave, how to act, how to socialize, what is normal behavior. But see, the core of this thing goes back to science. It's all about mental stability. All those children that feel that they are mentally ill. Yes. And they're, instead of getting them help, they're trying to accommodate. Right. And that's exactly right. And that's making like it's just like a monster's ball in the schools. It really is. I feel so sorry for these children because they don't really have a voice. A lot of them feel like there's nobody to talk to. Their parents don't understand. You have so many parents right now who just use school as a babysitter and they don't really give a darn. So if the child comes home and tells mommy or daddy, I'm being picked at, I'm being laughed at, they don't like me. I went through that, just deal with it. Go on back to school, boy, get your grades up. And the next thing you know, the kid can't take it, he cracks and either he shoots up the school or he kills himself. Because suicide is at an all time high with these kids, as well as them going and shooting up the school. Very, very important. In order to deal with this, you would think that, like you said, they would get their mental health. They would bring in counselors. They would do something that makes sense, but no. I found an article. Ohio's governor just signed a bill allowing armed school employees. So instead of them getting some counselors in here, instead of sitting down and talking to these babies and figuring out what's going on, their bright idea is to give the teachers guns and let them go to school strapped. Can you imagine? <laughs> Dealing with a teacher who doesn't like you, or a teacher who may be a bigot or racist, and for some reason they just decide, I don't care for this kid, I have this gun, I'll just shoot him in line and say that he did something, or he tried to do whatever. I think this is absolutely the dumbest idea that anyone has ever come up with to allow a teacher to go to school strapped. The teachers as well as the principals. So they're gonna give them training. They have to take eight hours of annual training and then they can go to school with a gun on them to protect themselves from the children. Again, instead of looking at the mental health crisis that's happening in our schools, they're just giving out guns, which is insane.
insane. They just signed the law, matter of fact, trying to make it harder to get these guns, but yet they're gonna give them to the teachers and give them to the principals instead of giving them training. This brings me to the next article, the Dead Kid Club. Parents of mass shooting victims are now a growing network. When in the world did it become normalized for us to have a club for parents of dead children who were murdered in school? Again, this is a sign of insanity, people. This is crazy. I cannot fathom being stuck in school and one of the clubs that my mommy or daddy has to go to is the dead children's club. What sense does this make? <laughs> this makes absolutely no sense at all. But again, instead of dealing with the crisis, instead of dealing with the mental problems, instead of talking with people, they want to just basically normalize this behavior. This brings me to the next article. This article is entitled, I'm a teacher who took part in a school shooting simulation. I wasn't prepared for the harm. So now we're teaching our teachers, part of their training, part of their curriculum, is they have to go through a simulation of what happens when a school shooting takes place. I remember when I was in school, guys, and during that time, we had drills, like you had the tornado drill. You had the fire drill. We never had a mass shooting drill. So can you imagine being five years old and they're teaching you how to run and hide from bullets? These people are actually making bulletproof book bags to give the children instead of handling what's actually going on in the schools. Our schools are in a crisis. And this is just complete insanity. This woman said she started teaching in 2000. As the rise of school violence mirrored her teaching trajectory, she began receiving more and more training on how to keep her students safe. They told her to lock the doors, to move the students away from the windows, to check her email. She learned a trick where she could slide a chair through the door handle to keep out whatever nightmare might be standing behind it. This is the training that your teachers are getting. So if you are working, and I can attest to this because many years ago, I used to teach at this school, which was like an alternative school, and it was full of really, really, really bad children. I mean like criminal behavior kids. And I remember being scared every day. I got a mysterious phone call, which I still don't know who this person was on the phone, who called and told me that the last teacher was in the ICU and that I better watch my neck. To this day, I don't know who that was on that phone. Probably was the last teacher. But anyway, this is now the norm for these teachers. This is literally the norm and this is what they're going through. And I cannot imagine having to deal with that on a daily basis. So I understand now why everybody's walking off the job because this is just crazy. In addition to the teachers who actually want to teach, who actually have a love for students, but they're just in a bad situation right now. You got some weirdos in the classroom. This brings me to the next article. Ex-teacher's aide sentenced for raping a second grader, exposing him to AIDS, and hiring a hitman to try to kill the boy. 
So this sicko raped a second grader. What age is a second grader? That's like what, seven years old? Seven or eight? Then when his little nasty self got fouled out, he runs off and try to hire a hitman to kill the baby. Instead of getting his little flea bag self some goddamn help. So this again is a whole hot mess. And it's just been story after story after story with these teachers laying with the students, having sexual encounters with elementary school age children. I see it every single year. And it's like the parents are just, I don't know if they're dissociating, if they're not connecting the dots, I don't know. I share these articles on social media and our private groups, trying to wake the people up. Get your babies out of school. Stop putting them in harm's way. But yet and still, I still see them traipsing off the school. And you got some people thinking that, well, private school is better. If I put them in private school. Well, I remember a teacher told me, she said, where do you think all the trouble kids go when they get kicked out of public school? They go to private school. I can attest to that. That happened to my brother. He got kicked out of so many schools, nobody would let him back in. And my mama had to put him in a private school. So she's right. So the private schools are no better than the public schools. And all these pedophiles, all these people that's messing with these kids, it's just crazy what these children are having to deal with. And then on top of that, you got cell phones, you got social media, you got bullying. You have so many different things, so many different distractions that they're dealing with. And when you're seven, eight, 10, 12, 14, you're still trying to develop. You're still trying to learn. You can't process all this information. No. You know, so I can't imagine the hell that these babies have found themselves in. It's just crazy. The next article that popped up, this is not part of the curriculum. Parents' fury after it's revealed that New York City has spent more than $200,000 sending drag queens into the schools to read to kids as young as three. Sometimes without any parental consent. So the schools today, again, are not the same as when we were in school. They are teaching them all types of stuff that the parents have absolutely no idea these children are learning. When we were in school, we did not take sexual education courses until high school. Today, the children are learning sex ed in the fifth grade. They're giving out condoms. They're giving out contraceptives to elementary school age children. And the parents are blind, they are deaf, and they do not see or know what in the world these children are getting their hands on. Pornography is on the cell phones. Yeah, they should even have cell phones in school. I mean, back when we were in school, they, we had cell phones, but they were banning them in school. Right. So why are they letting them in today? I can't imagine that you fall a trip and somebody got it on camera. 
Right. Back when we were in school, you didn't have to worry about that. Yeah. There's a lot more you have to worry about today. Right. And before school gets out, everybody's seen it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they should not have those in school. And not only in your school, you got this stuff going from every school in the district, every school in the state, every school in the nation. There was a story with a young girl, and she was being bullied. She was in high school. The mother moved her to three other schools, and by the time she got to these schools, the children there already knew her name. They already seen the incidents. They, because they videotaped it and they put it on social media. And the little girl ended up killing herself. She committed suicide mm. because she couldn't deal with it. And being told she was ugly or she wasn't pretty or whatever was just too much for her to process. So she ended up killing herself. And suicide right now is at an all time high with these children. It is terrible. The other thing that you have to worry about. Got this article. Elementary school serves children floor sealant instead of milk. After container mix up. How do you mix up floor sealant with milk? The milk should be in the refrigerator. The sealant should be in the janitor's closet. So what in the world is going on with these schools? And I remember seeing other articles where the food that they're serving is prison food. It has no nutritional value. There's schools in the UK that's now feeding the kids bugs. Some of they got to become eco-friendly. All types of weird things are happening in these institutions. And again, I don't believe a lot of people realize what's going on. They're blind. They're deaf. I don't know if they've just unplugged or don't care, but there's a whole lot of stuff that these babies are dealing with that in my opinion, they should not be dealing with. So now that we've laid all these articles out, we spent about 30 minutes or so just laying out all the evidence, all the dangers that's happening behind these school walls. It's time for us to make some conscious decisions. If you love your children, if you love your grandkids, if you love your nieces and nephews, we got to do something here, people. And that's the reason why we created the Homeschool Network. I'm going to go into a little bit. What is the Homeschool Network? I started homeschooling my child when he was in second grade. He's 19 now. He's already graduated. And I had a wonderful experience teaching him at home. I'm now still homeschooling both of my daughters. One is 15, the other one is 12. They're doing excellent jobs in school. They don't have to deal with bullying. They don't have to deal with racial stunts. They don't have to deal with all types of agendas being thrown at them at a young age. And I teach them at home. Well, when I would tell other parents this, they were like perplexed. How did you do that? That's too much work. I don't know what to do. So what I did was I decided to create a program to simplify it, make it very easy. So if you want to teach your kids at home, it's something that you're able to do. And I ended up creating curriculums. We have various curriculums that you can get on the website. They're affordable. Cause some of these curriculums, when I first started, were like two, $300 for just the math portion. And a lot of people just didn't want to invest that kind of money in it. Personally, I love my kids. I don't put a cap on what I spend on them. If I have the money, they're going to be covered. That's just how I am. 
But I understand some people don't feel that way. So we tried to make this thing as affordable as possible and basically have everything out there at your fingertips to teach you how to teach your kids, to help you teach your kids. We just added on a segment that's coming up in the school year 2022-2023 where we're going to actually have live teachers. So if there's a subject, for instance, they may be taking a foreign language. It's easy to teach a kid math or English because you were taught that. But if they're taking Japanese, you may not know how to teach that. So we're hiring teachers to come aboard and begin to teach the children online. So they can actually learn online in the comfort of their home. You're there with them so you know exactly what they're being taught. Every session is going to be recorded so you can go back and look at any class session from whatever day and know what these people are teaching your darn kids because I think that's very important. If you personally believe that a female should wear skirts, then darn it, your child should be able to wear a skirt. That's just how I feel. If you believe that you need a bathroom with doors up, then your child should have a bathroom with doors up. And that's the freedom that you get when you homeschool because you're the principal, you're the teacher, you're the tutor, you're everything to this kid. So you have that flexibility. And I think it's something that everybody should have access to, not just the wealthy, not just the people who are able to live on one income. Everybody should have that flexibility. So that's why we created the Homeschool Network. You can go to our website, www.homeschoolnetwork.us for you to go and check out. Now we have a vacation summer camp coming up that I wanted to make sure all the families were aware of because if you have not homeschooled or if you are homeschooling and you're looking for something for the kids to do, this is the perfect opportunity for you to get involved, get your feet wet, get an idea of what homeschooling consists of. So during this summer camp, it's gonna be held July the 17th is the first day, our meet and greet, and it is July 23rd. It's only $19.99 registration fee for the entire week for the whole family. So if you have three kids, five kids, 10 kids, it doesn't matter. You pay $19.99, you're in. And they're gonna get access to a lot of really good, beneficial information that's gonna help them out this summer. So they're learning, but it's in a fun environment. We're coming together for some live sessions as well, so they're gonna do some group interaction. But it's designed to help parents get used to the idea of teaching their own child. And everything is laid out for you. So for example, if you do the arts and crafts activity, it has all the directions, everything you're gonna need. The videos are already there. So it's pretty much, you simply log in, you follow the directions, you present the information. It gives you the opportunity to work with your child or your children one-on-one -on -one and get an idea of how our program works. So that's the goal for the vacation summer school program that we have coming up. Again, that's July 17th to July 23rd, 2022. Definitely check that out. And if you are a teacher or a tutor and you would like to make some extra money, earn extra income, visit the website. We're interviewing now and we're staffing now for the upcoming school year. And I think this is something that's extremely important because it's just too much at this point. 
They're not concerned with the mental health. They're not concerned with personal choice or freedom and anything like that. It's all about the agenda. And truthfully, it's always been about the agenda. I went all the way up, got a master's degree, and there's subjects that I did not learn until after I graduated and got out of school. So they've been miseducating people for a very, very long time, controlling the minds of the children. Once they captivate the children, they got the society. So that's why education is so important to the beast. That's why they put so much money into education. That's why they will lock you up if you refuse to educate your child. I recommend homeschooling over private schools because even with private institutions, there's still curriculums that are based on what they want to push. The knowledge that they feel that you need to know. And a lot of things have been omitted. So one thing that I'm passionate about is black history but not black history that starts in slavery, which is the only thing that they teach you in these schools, whether it's private or public. You don't learn real black history. You learn something that's watered down, something that makes a certain group feel inferior to the other group, which I don't agree with. So with our black history program that we created for the homeschool network, it actually starts in the beginning of time. So you start at the very beginning of consciousness and it goes into all the ancient deities. It goes into the gods and goddesses that have been whitewashed in his story. It goes into all black kingdoms from all over the globe because black people were everywhere. In regular school, they teach you that blacks only came out of Africa. That's not true. You have indigenous black people that were in the Americas, indigenous black people all over the planet, in China, all over the place. All this stuff was omitted, South America. So the children learn the real black history, not just the lies that they've been perpetrating in order to push the racial agenda that they have for American citizens. So if you want your kids to learn the truth, if you want power over their education, you don't want people telling you what you should and should not know, again, I highly recommend that you homeschool. Yeah, that's gonna be the best option for you at this point because it's only going down here from here. And now you got these, you know, young children are now they're finding them dropping dead. Mm -hmm. And they don't know what's, they know what's causing it, but they're not gonna tell us. They're trying to line said it's carbon monoxide, but how do you get carbon monoxide in a nightclub? How did people drop dead in the coals? It wouldn't just be some people, everybody would have dropped dead in the coals. Right. So they're lying and they're dropping dead younger and younger. Yeah, I would definitely take them out of school. They don't know whether it's spread from person to person. Right. They don't know. So schools are just a breeding ground for disease and bacteria. It is. Point. Like whenever they forced all these babies back into school with COVID, knowing that the Delta variant was here, the Omicron was here, they didn't care. Then they forced them to take the mask off and children were getting sick left and right. They're still dealing with the hepatitis. They stopped talking about that. Now the other thing that I did not discuss, but we need to go into this too, especially if you are melanated. They're having a lot of racial stunts 
being performed on black and brown children right now in school. There's an article that came out that said an 11 year old boy got his finger amputated after escaping racist school bullies. But this is just one story out of many, 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 many stories of these children having to go through all types of racial stunts that I never went through when I was in school. So the agenda that they're pushing in these schools is something that's very, very negative. And it's beginning to bring in a whole lot of nasty history that these kids shouldn't even be dealing with in 2022. It's just amazing to me that they're still going through this stuff. It's almost like time is going in reverse. You would have thought back in the 90s that today you wouldn't even have these issues anymore. And I know that they were saying they're trying to do something with the critical race theory in school. But when we did the research on the critical race, that's first I was like, that's good. You know, you need to teach about other races and stuff. Child, as I started digging, come to find out the critical race theory is really full again of homosexual stuff. And they're hiding it out, masking it under critical race. So that's why a lot of people are fighting against it. I wasn't unaware of that. The way that the news was telling it was like, it was just teaching you about other cultures. So that's why I was thinking, okay, well that's a good thing. No, that's not what they're teaching in that critical race. There's another article here, which says a Tennessee middle school student subjected to slave auction. News and clan images, a lawsuit alleges. So you actually have the teachers involved in this stuff, making the black kids pick cotton, making them identify with being the white children's slaves. See, so they know about the Negro Native Americans plight in this country and then all of the Black Matters flag front. So they're doing it on purpose, they're right. mm -hmm. When you know the Holocaust that the Negro has been through in America, then you should be sensitive to what they go through. Right, exactly. I mean, if it was a Jew, they would be screaming and yelling from the mountaintops, mm -hmm. anti-Semitic. Any group, they will be doing that, the Asian, whoever. But for some reason, when it's black people, it's always a problem. We can't do that. But yet, you can still sit there and allow them to deal with this stuff. You have to remember, these are children. You're not talking about adults who can filter out information and realize this person's just ignorant. He doesn't know me. It goes in one ear and out the other. Remember when we were kids, we used to say, I'm rubber, you're glue. What you say bounce off me and sticks on you. Well, today the kids don't know that saying anymore. So when they're telling them that they are slaves, you little cotton picker, this and all this crazy stuff, that's all they believe. And in this article it says, Erica Quells reportedly documented 15 racist incidents that her son has experienced at Church Hill Middle School this academic year. Hold up. My baby wouldn't have went through one racist incident. What in the world is the mother doing sitting there documenting? Writing down the racist stunt. Because they're letting it happen, a young child in Alabama the mother never got her help or talked to her about what she was going through, just kept going to work. The baby committed suicide, was being racially bullied. Right, and that's what I'm saying. They wouldn't have got the first stunt off the ground with my babies and I would have been at the schoolhouse. And that's what I'm saying, parents. 
We have to be the first line of defense. Your child is helpless and innocent. They're like a blank slate when they're born and they're looking to you for guidance. So if you're putting your kids in these schools knowing that they're pushing racist agendas, knowing that they can be bullied and beaten up at any time, knowing that they have all these nasty things going on, stuff that you know good and got darn well, your mama ain't teach you none of this stuff when you was that age, why are you sending them to the schoolhouse? Why? And why are you sitting back taking notes and allowing your child to go through that type of psychological distress? So really, I blame the goddamn parents because you are the one who gave birth to that kid. And then once the kid killed themselves, now you want somebody to feel sorry for you when you should have did something to stop them from killing themselves in the first place. That's what I did. My child was in first grade. The next year teacher was into a lifestyle I did not agree with. And I said, you know what? I'm gonna quit my job. I walked off my job and I taught my kids. And yes, it was a sacrifice. No, I wasn't able to go get the MK bags or the thousand dollar wig pieces, but it was worth it. Because now those same kids have cultural identity. They have self pride and they're not sitting around sad and depressed and hating themselves or turning into something that they're not. Like how we put on that video showing Clayton Beasley hating himself. Cause that's what's gonna happen. If you allow your kid to go from the age of five years old to 18, being told that they're nothing, they're nobody, your people never did anything, you're stupid, you're nothing but a slave cotton picker. What in the world do you think is gonna happen by the time they're 18? They're gonna hate you. You're not gonna have anything to do with you. And then you're gonna lose them to the system. That is not what you want to happen. You want your kids to grow up and have love and peace and happiness. Because if they grow up like that, you're gonna destroy your family and therefore you fail in this incarnation. So this is not an option. This is not something that you can say, I ain't gonna worry about that, he'll be all right. No, he won't. And that goes for boys and girls. Boys need just as much love and attention as girls. I get so sick and tired of parents only hugging on the daughters, only doing for the daughters, and let the little boys just sit out there and fend for themselves. Didn't you tell me it was some star that did that? Tell me his daughters could stay with him as long as they want to, but the boys got to get out at 18. Oh yeah, that was Shaquille O'Neal. A fool. See, you can't follow these stars because a lot of them are silly. Just because you got a lot of money doesn't mean you're smart. The little boys, especially black boys, they need just as much love and attention as the little girls. And we gotta start showing them love and attention, not just pushing them away. And they come trying to hug on you, you pushing them off. Cause guess what's gonna happen, y'all, if you don't? If you don't hug them kids, the devil will hug them. If you don't kiss them kids, the devil will get to kissing on them and you'll feel like who the darn devil is for yourself. But that's what's gonna happen. You're gonna push them to the streets. That's why all these boys are ending up in gangs and gang violence because they never were loved. They never were hugged. Nobody ever took time with them. Nobody ever told them you're smart, you're beautiful. They never took any time with the kids. So you need to start taking time with your kids. You need to invest 
in your children. If you can go spend $20 and eat at Olive Garden or run out to the buffet bar, then you can take $20 and put them in a week-long summer camp. If you can spend $100 on a pair of Air Jordans, you can put $100 into a curriculum to teach your babies because they're smart. Do not listen to what the propaganda is telling you. I just saw an article this week. Young black kid ended up getting a perfect score on the SAT. Got his choice of what school he wants to go to. And this was a young black male. Because they always try to make you think the female smarter than the male. That's not true. If you take time with your kids and you invest in your kids and in your family, they'll be smart. They'll surprise you on the types of things that they can do. My 19-year-old son right now building a computer. So don't tell me that it's not possible because it is possible. The only reason why you got games and you got all this stuff going on right now is because you're not taking any time with your kids. You're not taking any time with those babies. And that's right, they're still babies. Even if they're 18, 19, 20 years old, those are babies and you need to be spending time with them and loving on them. So again, visit the website www.homeschoolnetwork.us and spend time and invest time in your kids. Because if you do not, the society is going to eat them up, chew them up, and spit them out. And then you're going to be the one sitting there 60, 70 years old, like, I don't know what's going on with this new generation. This new generation is just crazy, eh? And it's your fault. Because you ain't spent no time with them.